let's take a listen. And more often than not, you know, women are saying they don't want, more often than not, women have never asked themselves that question. They just assumed it was going to happen. It's like um, this whole notion of getting married um, earlier. And you ask a lot of, especially women in our community, they don't think they should be even considering marriage until 30. Mm-hmm. 30. I'm like, well, just run the numbers on that. 30. You meet them at 30. Uh, six months to a year, you're engaged. You want to have a year of marriage? I'm like, the numbers don't make sense. Uh, six months to it a year is make. not even engagement yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it's no more one. like three, four years you're dating uh-huh. before you get the numbers. And the thing is, the numbers don't make sense. And let's go all the way back around because they there is a financial incentive to keep men and women separate because there's a rent for this apartment, a rent for that apartment, mm-hmm. power in this, power for that. Mm-hmm. There's more money when people are single. When you're married, you have to actually. You know, consolidate households. There's somebody else who you need to kind of work with, and your priorities change. Instead of we're gonna go to Cancun, we're gonna go to this, we're gonna do that. It's a different, it's a different environment. So um, that's interesting. I never thought about that. Well, I mean, and this was kind of all laid out in the whole book subverted and the the lies that were told to middle class women. I was like, here's the thing: take it away from relationships, okay? You don't go sell. A piano to somebody in the middle class. You don't do that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You're you're you you work at the MTA. You work at the post office. You're middle class people. You don't sell a piano. That makes no sense. What you sell is a music room. Anybody who's anybody has a music room. Only the culture sophisticated people have music rooms. You want to have music in your house because it increases your kids, you know, cognitive ability and, and this and that and da 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 da. It's like and of course in a music room you need to have encyclopedias because it has it. And then, if, then people have a music room. What are they gonna need? They're gonna need a piano. It's genius. You don't sell. And this, and this, there was a, there was a method. There was a, there was a method, especially in the black community. Our dollars circulate six hours. You know why it circulates six hours? Because we're hyper consumers. Even in the pandemic, a oh, lot around the Gucci store. We are hyper consumers. So even the line around the Gucci store. Uh, is lying, and, and you're not the typical Gucci customer. But why? Because it's we have a household that's feelings. It's not rooted in rooted in logic, logic or outcomes. Of saying, all right, you may want a Gucci belt, son, but you're gonna need to go work and make that Gucci money. Now I'm gonna pay you to do this, 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 and they're like, wait a minute, I gotta work how many hours to get the money for one belt? I'm good. Versus. Money just comes from a stimulus check or something, and it, it, it just comes, so we just spend it. And when I was growing up, everybody didn't expect to have big homes and drive Mercedes. People were happy with Honda Civics and reasonable homes. Men not being around, we're, not, we're the more logical long-term because we know ain't nobody coming to save us. So we got to have something. And this is why I don't begrudge women for moving the way they do. I just think men need to understand women's nature and understand you're not gonna you're not gonna change this by argument. I've started out before high value or anything else. I started out with talking about show your work. You can start, say whatever you want to, but when you actually start making the changes in yourself, showing the accomplishments, mm-hmm. you can go back on my YouTube channel and see the progression, the evolution. I did. Congratulations, by thank, the way. Thank you. Yeah. So, and so it's hard to argue against work, work, work. People are like, 
You always working, man. You always working. You always doing this. I'm like, I'm older than you and I'm out working you. Mm. And our women are no different than any other group of women in the sense that this, they want to believe in their men. They're just afraid to. So this is where I hold men, black I men, responsible. I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah, I would Since D.W. Griffith's Birth of a Nation in 1915, the black male image has been under assault. There is one thing that does not exist, and it needs to exist. Black male media by black men for black men. Shout out to O'Shea Duke Jackson. He runs a, way, uh, uh, a website called the Negro Manosphere. And over there is there's a collective of black men who are, are, are always talking about, you know, things that are important to us. We need black male media run by us, not us at CBS, NBC, NBC. We need our stuff for our voice, our point of view, funded by us, our money. So when people say, you know, you're making money on black women, I make men support my show. Mm. Men support my show. Men. The overwhelming support of my show comes by men. Because I was saying thank you for sticking up. Even if you're a white collar, high value, so-and-so, whatever, brother, you call yourself on your way to because you stick up for the men who are blue collar, the factory worker, the military guy. You say something and you don't look down on us. I'm like, I come from that. What are you talking about? I still am that shit. As do you still work concerned. in the corporate world? Pardon the interruption. Um, no, I'll, I do this. Okay, cool. And that, was, and that was my next question. I'm glad you asked. I was, I was wondering if the, your stance on the male-female dynamic would have any impact on you being able to hold kind of corporate gigs, if you were still into that. But if you're not well, doing it, then yeah, I guess the it, question's mute. Yeah, it, of course, I couldn't do it. I could be canceled, because all they would have to do is right. call my job, and he would say, would you? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Check yeah, out yeah, this yeah. But yeah. the funny thing is, anybody who knows me would tell you, I've been this way since the 80s. <laughs> They'll tell you, I which are you which are you having more fun in? Corporate corporate shit that the shit you was on? I don't know, I don't come from that. Or You on Clyde Yorkshire the station for white women and the station for waking up the black man to your duties. You have a few duties to serve your country. Take care of your family. That doesn't include black women, just so you know. It might include your mother or your grandmother or your children. That could come out of the womb of a white woman, Hispanic woman, Indonesian woman, a Cuban woman, Puerto Rican or Dominican. I'm here to wake you up, black man, because you're being used like a big buffoon gorilla. Black women are running circles around you along with the Democratic Party, along with factions of this country. They want us to just focus on basketball, and black women have had her cake and eat it too. Good old white man who's been obsessed with her for years, who are always trying to paint her into a commercial, a picture, a job without you. It's always her and the child support department versus you, her and the police department versus you, her and her girls versus you, her and the Democratic Party versus you, her and Jesus versus you. And what do you do? Because, see, it's our mother's breast milk that keeps us longing after that black coochie. Keep us depending on them and looking to them. That's why they took the fathers out of the home. It took about 30 years to reduce you to this level where you are used to some uh, breast leading your life. You're used to some uh, uh, mom being both parents to you. You are, you are disabled. You're not no longer in control or in charge of the black community. 
This has been the goal of the liberal white man for many, 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 many years. He's obsessed with black women. And he's the real the real dawn of the dawns. He's always wanted his cake and eat it too. Good old white woman and good old slave coochie. Black women have partnered with the deep state, the feminists. She's partnered with the liberal Democratic Party, the communists, the Marxists. And a lot of people don't know that the Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization because they don't know who's running it, who's paying for it, and what the agenda actually is. Seems that we're always out of the loop. The good black man doesn't really know what's going on. And the Democrats love it that way. Black women love it that way. The world loves it that way. Just keep playing football. Just keep playing basketball and keep bebopping, rapping. You know, just just keep on staying ignorant. It's what they really want us to do. But somehow, you are waking up, and you realize that you are more valuable, and you're more amazing, and you have options. I'm tired of these big, black, strong, powerful women who are not our friends. Black women care only about herself and thank God for Kevin Samuels, the Godfather and Amanda Sphere who brought that to you and showed you by way of their own mouth what are their agendas and what black women as a whole, how did she get that way? What has the liberals done to her? What has the feminists done to black women? What has slavery and oppression and a Willie Lynch done to the female mind. They totally destroyed her. And I can see in some cases why she's always crying for help and aid to rebuild her as a black woman. We're always going through this, but like I told you, you're the one filling up the tombstones. You're the one in the coffins. You're the one with the bullet holes riddled through your body. You're the one going off to war defending the country. You're the one flying the planes, yet you always give her credit. She have taught you in the last 40 to 50 years, with your father's been out of the home, which is obviously a government conspiracy, that she's in the middle of and she's part of. Now, you really think that Trump is a bad guy, he's racist, they're trying to stop him at all costs. He's a Most young people know what that is and why they're using Barack Hussein Obama. He's not a Georgian man. He's not from Detroit, Obama. He's from Africa somewhere. I don't know what the hell this is. Getting. Anyone's doing that to us. You know, Breakfast Club, you got DJ Envy. He's a black guy. Yeah, right. Angela Lee. Uh, I, I love integrated black folks, but I'm tired of y'all making our black folks for us. Get sick of that crap. What is her name? Uh, the Vice President, Kamala Harris. They're always making a black one. They're black one talking about. She's a black woman. She's a black woman. Yeah, you take anything. Black women, you wait till wet black men wake up. That's what I'm here for. I love black men. Listen, if you're gay, I love you. You belong on this station. If you're a gang member, a thug, you know, you roll jumps in the alleyway, you shoot uh, pistols and drink whiskey, we still love you. We love black men over here. And when we get ourselves together, we're going to get you straight now. I don't care if you can't even read, uh, 
uh, we're going to get you back in school. We're going to get you economic and financial courses, and we're going to get you your passport. We're going to help the black man. So guys, make sure you email me, you gmail me if you want to help aid and abet and taking care of our law enforcement, taking care of our troops, and also uh, our prisons, and helping to rebuild the young black men in this country who they want to weaponize and make them think that they're a victim and that the country is out to get them. We want them to raise their flags. We want them to become the next police officers and detectives and become the next Toronto Affair agents and the next FBI agents and CIA. Let's put something into black men. Everybody's putting into the foreigners, putting into the gays, putting into the women, the feminists, Black Lives Matter, putting into animals, dog parks and everything. But us, we're just left to fend for ourselves. Aren't you, when you see them white women walking by, guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire, the station for white women, and the station that is educating black men and preparing them for the world and forcing them to put themselves first in pedicures, mental health therapy, um, uh, trips and resorts, just basically getting our young men uh, uh, you know, ready for life and putting themselves first. And this is how we fix and build the black community, not focusing and concentrating on black women. That is backwards, and that is a deep state plan to continue to focus more education in black women. And they're just like funding North Korea versus South Korea. They're on South Korea because South Korea is beneficial. The moment South Korea turned their back on them, we say the hell with South Korea. Same thing with the uh, Muslims, uh, the Sh Sunni Muslims. We don't give a shit about the Sunnis or the Shias. We just, as long as we just got interest down here with Saudi Arabia. We hate them. They think they blow up our stations, but we fuck with them. They got oil and shit like that, and they can keep Iran in check. Same thing with Taiwan. We don't give a fuck with Taiwan. But as long as they keep mainstream Beijing in order, we fuck with them. Give a damn about no Ukraine. F Ukraine. We don't care. But we only care about Ukraine because they can keep Russia or they keep fighting. That's what we do. We don't care about Pakistan as long as they keep uh, or India keeps them in check. That's why all of these countries are divided. We went in and divided every single one of these countries, including African nations and African American. And we're funding and aiding. America is a bad, destructive force. And that's why I'm not a citizen, because a citizen is a secret code for persons who are just a little bit under the green card people. And these are the dumb African-American consumers with foreigners in your neighborhood. But these are the idiots that are eating fried chicken and watermelon, big gorilla nigga, uh, Cheeto eating suckers who are shooting each other for a, a color flag. And they're, you know, walking around with gold teeth in their mouth and uh, gold, gold chains. And they're in and out of the liquor store and they're f screwing bitches and they're shooting niggas and listening to boom boxes. This is who America is building. Our food is contaminated. They think we're eating, drinking, and, and uh, taking oil. That's motor oil you have. And this is vegetable oil, cooking oil. That's it, it's motor oil. It's killing your anatomy. I just saw a spaceship. Guys, you're on a mothership. They, they think that those are shooting stars. Those are not them damn shooting stars. Them niggas around here doing shit, selling weed. Damn aliens. They're, they're for real. They smoke weed. I'm not kidding. They eat fruits and vegetables and they smoke weed. I'm not kidding. See, you guys think I'm always joking. I'm, sometimes I'm not joking. We need to wake up, smarten up. Don't you want women that are feminine, women that are dainty, women that have a thin waistline, women that can give you beautiful children? 
we don't have to tolerate and put up with African-American, black, American, weaponized women. I know this sounds terrible, and I'm so sorry to do that to you. But I'm going to tell you this. I think black men would do better, even with Ethiopian women, Nigerian, Cuban women, Haitian, anything but black African-American women, because they have been weaponized by the deep state. They've been weaponized by the attorney general, the child support department, the Chitlin Circuit Black Church. They have weaponized black women, and they don't appreciate anything. You go overseas and get you a good woman from Nepal, man, some good Nepal coochie, my God, some good Korean, uh, Asian, Beijing pussy. Black men, be, you, you'll ask me uh, in business in no time. You'll be doing this maritime thing better than anybody else. Huh? Our beautiful, nice children. What? Black community going to survive. But we got to check this chick. If black men, if you listening, make sure you, if you're with a black woman who's opposed to this shit, because a lot of your wives is part of a secret society. It's called Feminati. And they only got you there because you're their man. You're paying for shit. But you're not equal in this country. And we'll never be equal in this country. We're talking about we want equality. So why is men and women still not equal? We don't get our children. We don't get a fair shake in a courtroom. And mainly this happens to black men. Man, black men, you better stop being a sucker's man and put yourself, get you a pedicure, chief. Okay, brother? We love you, black man. Get mad all you want. Why are you talking about the black woman? Yeah, keep being a sucker. Keep being a wimp. Huh? You're afraid to step up. I know. I get it. I know you're afraid. I used to be there. That is why they took our fathers away. That is why for years they wanted to brainwash you. They wanted your mothers to be in control of you. So by the time you reach of age, you already helping to patronize the broken home narrative. You're already a part of it. And you are continuing to patronize it. Again, like I said, it's always black women and the child support department versus you. Black women can go into shelters. They can go into church groups and get food. Long as you're not in the picture, and she's taken this now, and she's using it, she used it to her advantage. This is real. And now, I'm driving down the uh, terrible streets of uh, Capel and Irvin. And unfortunately, I hit a pothole. That sucker cut my tire and I had to pull over on airport freeway and get out and change my tire. Get it in about seven minutes. Sometimes it is good, and we need a reminder, and we need to go back to the basics. I hadn't changed a tire in years. I have pulled up, stay in a car, here's my Visa card. Go ahead and uh, hook me up. 
I'll get it fixed tomorrow, but for now, I was able to at least get myself mobile. And the air was gushing out of my tire. The moment it happened, the green light came on, oh, excuse me, the uh, orange amber light to show you your tires are not balanced, immediately came on, and I hate that light. And all you can hear is and I, whenever these things happen, you're never near a gas station. It's always uh, some godforsaken place that you're in. No phones, no nothing around, you know. We got to be mindful of these things. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire, the station for white women. We're here today and we are talking. We are really, really uh, getting after black men because we have seen firsthand what the community looks like when black men are on par, when they're doing well, when they're in control of their destinies and they're able to be who they are without the influence of the state, if you will. I don't like the way Irvin is designed, by the way. There's too many freaking unusual cuts in the land, in the curve. Well, that's what happens when you put together a whole city real quick for people from other places to come real quick and, you know, do a quick rush job. We're good at that. I gotta wash my hands. I gotta kind of nudge black men along. They're scared. They've been made this way. By the state and by their mothers. They've put into us, while the fathers were gone, that you have to have a mother to guide your every move and desire. You are helpless without them. And this will prevent us from taking the lead and moving the nation back towards the center and back towards family and sitting the black woman down and putting her in her place. All of a sudden, there is a new movement happening and we're getting rid of racism. A lot of people don't know what to think about that. Racism has been a profitable business for a long time. Not just against the innocent people, but the corporations have made money. The lobbyists, the religious groups, the political groups. Black men need to wake up and realize what black women are doing with these groups and these organizations that are really terrorists. The Black Lives Matter, they're terrorists and it hurts black people because they did not know this. It's like when you go to court and you're using language and it doesn't mean shit in this courtroom because you don't understand language and the people who created it. When they say certain things, they do certain things. It's because it's laid out that way. 
So black men don't know what's going on in this country and they spell it out for black women because they believe that they could win through this method. And black women have been promised some extra securities, a little extra payola, a little community college, a little welfare, a little section eight, little housing projects while we operate on this man and remove him from your home. We'll, we'll pay you. Get you some, uh, get you some, uh, socialism. And our women have been more than happy to comply after all of these time, after all, all these years. Now, I would be open to believe that this is all a coincidence. This could happen to anybody. I'm a unique person. I've been in unique relationships. And relationships that I've been in, I've got to know other nationalities personally. And these nationalities that I've come to know, many of them are Hispanic and Latino women who have some of the same fights that we have as a quote-unquote black people. She has a very capable, wonderful man who most of the time, and by the way, Mexican men are smart as hell. And now they're trying to make it seem like they're dumb brutes who can only work on the, uh, highways and whatnot, but the women are in law library, they're putting them, they're starting to do the same practice, putting them in places, but see, Spanish women, they're going to go down with the ship, they're going down with Poppy, I don't care if he got to sell flowers on the side of the street, she ain't going to never talk about, I'm putting my man out because the kids ain't got nothing to eat, she going to eat dirt. That's what I love about Haitians, Jamaicans, Africans, Hispanic, black women sit up there with that fried chicken ass of hers and talk about, oh, the white man gave, they gave me no choice. We couldn't eat without, you, you could have ate, you, we ate in slavery. We ate during sharecropping through Willie Lynch. You just got to a point where you tried to have your cake and eat it too. And even the state was surprised. They thought you would only accept the welfare momentarily. It wouldn't be something that you would take and try to use and become the welfare queen and use it while you fight against the anger build up against black men in your heart. They didn't think you would be that way. Thought it was just somewhat of a cruel joke gone too far. 
and you took it to the next level. The white man didn't even have to coach you anymore. He didn't even have to uh, try to see if he can, you know, bribe you into this type of way of life. You just volunteered. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. I'll prosecute him. I'll throw him out. I never thought I'd see an age where women are telling men to get out. And it's only within the last 20 years or 30 years that most or a lot of men have been living with black American women. And that again comes from the state maneuvering the system, whether it has to be with jobs or finances, loans, opportunities, to put you in a crushing position where you have to go and live with some damn woman. That's why we need to take more control of the country. Because if we can't rely on a white man to make sure that we're gonna get our fair share in this country, as James Brown said, then we want to take over the country to give him his fair share, our fair share, white woman, anybody else, what the country is supposed to do for them. But we can no longer allow people who have their own agenda and can care less if we eat or not. It's a doggy dog's world. We can't afford no more to have people over our lives and our children's lives just for us to come back and start blaming white folks. When it's been our own insanity that's got us here. Our own ignorance of the law, of the intentions of the law, and of this factory corporation that we live in, that we believe to be a country. What's the problem? We're so uninformed in what this created state is under maritime law corporation and we want so much out of it but we have no idea that it doesn't do what we think it's supposed to do it's not a country like russia or like mexico look at the size of those things those are countries we are a collection of countries operating with different interests and beliefs but under one country concept Ethiopia is an actual country. Norway is a country. Germany, uh, United States is a collection of European businesses, mainly, and now international business, and commerce and trade and maritime law. That's all it is. It's not a country that we think it is. And yeah, I know a lot of us would hate to hear that, that sucks to know that, but it is what it is. And I know we don't want to hear what it is. I get it. That's why we're here talking to black men. Because black men have to hear how amazing and great they are. How much they have a chance to do something phenomenal for themselves for a change. And stop catering waiting, hoping to be led by black women. We can't continue this type 
of love affair that does not benefit us at all. We want to, because we don't know no other way. A lot of black men don't know no other way but to let black women rule our lives. That's what we learned. A mom and dad, this is what we learned. Really make it my business to support black men. I bite my tongue sometimes. I keep my, uh, what I'm saying to myself. And I try not to. Know what I'm saying is easier said than done. Many of men, black men, are fed up with other black men. Because the way things go now with the radicalization of what they've done to us, you'll have a group of men who will cater to the nonsense that black women have inculcated to them. You'll have a black woman, national television, grocery store, mush hit, put her hands on a black man, and men will tell the men don't do anything. What we need to do is stop fighting with her and go knock out the guy who just said that and whip his behind. And then when we finish, come back and whip her ass. See, even police officers, I used to feel bad in the beginning. Now I don't. Because even cops, whether they tell you or not, they know how black women are. They know. When they get called out to somewhere or they show up somewhere and there's a black woman that's involved, chances are she's going to be belligerent. She's not going to stop talking. She's going to try to fight them back. And they're going to have to manhandle her. And she's assuming, because you're under her pussy control, the pussy patrol, the simp control, you're going to step in and look at that cop and want to fight him and get your ass killed or kill him for her funky ass, who's part of the state anyway. Maybe we do deserve to put on dresses. We're defeated, and mainly by our own hand of our women. They are Delilah, backstabbers, set-up artists. I would not like to feel like Papoose right now, but I, I think he, he'll be okay. When you take a look at when you take a look at what is happening with Will Smith and Jada, it's the same thing. Successful black men and black women wondering why, when you get successful, why you never deal with them. This is exactly why. They're walking around looking with all of this goofy shit on them. Wigs, bonnets, whatever they're wearing today. Pajamas to go to a wedding or whatever. They're overbeast, overweight, destructive. And this is what you got. And a lot of times we don't even demand better. We don't even know we deserve better. No, you're not going to speak up for yourself, black men. Just like some black women, they know black women. 
don't have the heart to go through with killing and executing you, that's why they step in and they show her how to do it, bitch. Look, sit down. Let me show you something. All black men are dogs. All black men are toxic. All black men is this and that. And they be like, yes, okay. And they got to go along with it because they know what happens if they don't. They will be damn near executed socially by other black women. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of obese women that are in other nationalities, but those are mainly the women's that are coming here and taking on our behaviors and ways and whatnot. But I'd be looking at some of these, uh, bro, I say leave black women to black women, bro. Let them put chemicals or whatever to make them gay. Stay gay. We don't, bro. I, man, if you want that shit, uh, ooh. I'm looking at one big nigga right now. Get out the car. She got two beautiful big balloon titties, big balloon ass, and the average nigga black man like that funky shit. And once they just tired of your ass, you're going to keep complaining. You ain't going to let them eat. They're going to find some woman that want to shove her nose up her own ass and vagina. Because black women love the smell of each other. They love how they, they dress for each other, do it here for each other. They love each other so much. And here go the boyfriend who's the guy who got these big-ass stretched-out shorts with big, giant titties. Good Lord, we are really messed up nationality. But you look at all these Mexican men, and they got these beautiful, slim Mexicanas. You look at the good white man, his beautiful white woman walking her dogs and going running and jogging and the Arab man and the Indian man, then just go take a look down Harry Hines Boulevard at your women. Go take a look at the average black American youth, what they're pushing this generation. Jesus Christ. Seriously, I feel bad for black men. You deserve way better, brother. You deserve a more daintier woman, a more conservative woman, <clears throat> a more feminine woman, a more... A woman that helps you in society. This woman is not here to help you under any circumstance. She's here just to take and break. And you better learn it. You better understand it. You better get it in your big fat head. As I said, I know a lot of our brothers... They get uncomfortable when they hear talk like this because they're not used to it. They thought that the only way we can survive is with black women. They would, you're brainwashed. You don't get it. Brain, why, black women don't think that at all. They think they don't need your ass. Matter of fact, you holding them down. That's the way they think. They damn sure need the State Department now. They need the Welfare Department. They have become bureaucrats. Black women are bureaucrats, period. They are socialists. And they are deep state citizens. People who have the illusion based on the title that you are a part of this democracy, which they are, but you're not necessarily part of the republic. Thus, black women. It's not easy to educate black men. Again, some of them are so up under the black woman's vagina, they're willing to fight you don't talk about them like that. They're the queens. The queens of what? Jesus Christ. And I love when other black guys like Dr. Umar gets after black women. Leave them buddies alone. Leave them white women alone. Leave them Latinas alone. Leave them.
Just go to heaven, go with God, like everybody else, we're all going to die. And just get the hell out of here with this shit, Umar. Might convince us to take these funky black bitches. Nigga, please, keep them for yourself. Keep them for yourself. No, thank you. I'm not going to get this. I'm watching two black women in the store at QT around 1 o'clock in the morning, and they're buying a bunch of shit. $40 worth of shit. I watched them freaking surf through the store, grabbing every cake, chip, soda, juice, candy bar, and each of them is easily over 300 pounds. One is wearing a wig and some thick-ass glasses with some extremely large curtains as shorts. I'm talking about a, a size P or R for titties. Big-ass pillow titties, like Mike Lindell. Look at this shit right here. Look at him. Just look, 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 listen to this. Then he got a nigga in the store begging for money. Dang. Feet the size of men. Good Lord. And these women are going home. One has got on a weave. The other one's got dreads. And they're lovers. They're lesbians. I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody's lifestyle, anybody's choice of lifestyle. Do what you do. Live where, where, where you live. But I, I, man, I am as shocked as it comes how we live. And there's more to this story, but I, I, I just want to actually focus on how messed up we are. How could you take a woman this effed up and so this bad and you trying to build a back black community with a woman whose womb is the worst place in history for a child a black child her womb is filled with disease and pesticides they were talking about uh black women years ago who had hiv good lord the, the largest number in the damn globe okay sad but true the highest rate of obesity. What the hell are you trying to build with these women's mind so messed up and corrupted? What does black men think that they're building? You think you're going to push something out of that messed up and corroded whoop? Is that what you think? I'm praying for you. Because it ain't the black community. It's black women that are messed up. Again, you got to understand, black men have never lost, excuse me, black women have never lost their image and likeness. We have. Do you know what that means? Black women have always preferred or said or alluded to putting first herself, government, her interests, and then you, maybe, doesn't need anyone but her God, doesn't need anybody but her job, doesn't need anybody but her children, but you, you're always fighting for the family, happy wife, happy life, that's terrible, I don't want that shit, you don't need a wife, happy mom, happy, happy life. Happy family, happy life. Happy job, happy life. Happy you, happy life. They've sold us this marriage dream just to compartmentalize us, and it all works for the state. 
the state has incorporated black women, and in some case, women in general, but black women, just like the police officers and lawyers, the constables and judges, how they all work together but separate in the eyes of justice. Black women is part of that system that is all working together to come after the black male. Of course, God is going to have to intervene. I've never seen anything like this in my life where the man, the black man, has to go up against everything under the sun, every other nationality of man. And on top of that, if you think that he thinks he's strong, how about when we even get his own women to turn against him? Now, you know we got to have God in us be the representation of God in the image of God, in the likeness of God, if we can sit up here and endure all of this foolishness and still come out on top, give the black man a round of applause. Now, the only thing that makes me angry with black men, we are afraid to, 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 to eke out and find women of our dreams. I know that there's many black men. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire, the station for white women, the station for white women. And we are educating and helping our young black men and our black brothers to realize that they don't need uh, welfare, the welfare state, liberalism, or black women to be successful in life. We should take a little bit of word of advice from black women and a page out of their book and say, truthfully, all we need in our life is God. Black women do not mind reminding us that that's their philosophy. That all they need is God. They do not mind telling you this. They want you to know it. They want you to believe it. They want you to perceive it. They want you to know it. And when will you? When will you become of age? Men are so afraid to be put out of their home by black women. And you start to ask yourself, how did so many black American men get put out of homes, out of financial independence to create and continue to have their own and not need some black woman who has an agenda and working for a company called America, the deep state. How did this happen? You got to go back to the crime bill. You got to go back to the original agenda. You got to go back to the broken down families, the welfare state, and you'll begin to see that they deliberately financially hindered, gerrymandered, and box black men into a position where the only one that can get something out of the system is black women. And they were supposed to help you knowing that the state was against you. The retail corporation is against you. The state and the State Department, the Attorney General, they're out to get you. Sometimes the law enforcement. You would think black women would say, y'all not getting this man. We're going down together. But they've managed to purchase her, buy her out. And now she is on the list of divided nations who are being used and funded by the liberal white man, he funds their every operation. The same way we give money to Ukraine to fight Russia, 
The same way we give money to Taiwan to fight China, the same way we give money to South Korea to fight North Korea is the same way that they're funding black women to fight against the interests of the black community and the black male. They're funding her. These lobbyist corporations and organizations are funding black women. And a lot of black men did not know that, that you're in her web. You know it because you have to be told that it's her and the state versus you, her and the family court versus you, her and the welfare system, her and Medicaid versus you. What was the point of getting these women pregnant, marrying them, being in relationships with them? What was the point? If we're going to pay for everything in the beginning of the relationship, during the middle of the relationship, after you break up with her, you're not with her anymore, you get divorced, you're still going to pay. What did you sign yourself up to? This is a tough deal. Let's just take a listen to what some people say. How does the government seize more power for itself? Well, they have to shrink the families. They have to shrink the individuals. They have to shrink the concept of individualism. And they've done that quite successfully. If you ever look around and try to understand the chaos that we find ourselves submerged in today, if you ever want to make sense of it, just understand that the government is attacking family in the same way that they did it for black Americans in the 1960s. It's very simple. For black Americans, it was all about welfare. Hey, don't marry the father of your children. Don't do that. The government will give you more money if you don't marry the father of your children. This interruption trillions of dollars since have been given to welfare programs in black America is poorer today than we were than we were now just be sure to be clear the welfare was not given to the black community and the black men shelters is given to black women for a purpose and them knowing this purpose they will still sit there lying your face on these platforms on these social media networks, on CNN, MSNBC, and act like they don't know what black men are talking about. It's just that they're lazy. They're the problem. They don't want to do right. It's not the welfare department. We're not siding with the government. Yes, you have, and yes, you are. And when any black woman tell the truth that this is happening, they get mad. Why are you snitching? Why are you telling the secret? We were winning. We almost had it. We was almost in control of the entire black community. Families destroyed by her greed. It's true. In black America is poorer today than we, were, than we were before those incentives began in the 60s. Think about that. Trillions of dollars spent on welfare and black Americans are poorer today. How does the government seize more power for itself? Oh my God. I know How does the government seize more? I, I get it. Guys, I, am, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. This is the reason why a lot of women are focused on getting a bag so that they ain't never got to be vulnerable or leave themselves open for something like this happening to them. So for all these guys... Now, what you're listening to is a woman being thrown out the house and kicked out for a change in modern society. You don't see this. Normally, it's the woman who's throwing the man's stuff out. He has nowhere to go. There is no government programs that's going to come to his aid and pick him up. But if, the, if she was on the other foot and it was the man who put her out, uh, well, obviously it is, but what if it was on the other foot? It was the woman putting him out. Nobody would give a damn. 
Fathers have left home in order for their children to get meat and bread. There are so many dehumanizing elements in the welfare system that we are concerned about removing. Ultimately, we are concerned about a guaranteed annual income. And the other thing I think it is very necessary to say is that everybody's on welfare in this country. And when it comes to black people and poor people, we just call it something else. When it's for white people and rich, we call it subsidies. No secret, fatherless households are more common in the black community. A survey from the American Consensus Institution revealed that 67% of black children under 18 in the U.S. live in homes without fathers. This is a stark contrast to white children, as only 24% of them live in fatherless homes. But it wasn't always like that. The black families survived generations of open racism, widespread poverty, and slavery. They lived through segregation and violence, and strong family bonds used to be the norm. As of 1960, two-thirds of all black American children were living with both parents. That declined over the years until only one-third were living with both parents in 1995. So it's not the legacy of slavery, slavery that destroys the African-American it's, 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 family. It's the, it's the legacy of the welfare state. Between 1890 and 1950, the marriage rate was much higher among black women than white women. A fraction of black children lived in homes without their fathers. But everything changed with the expansion of the welfare state. It divided the house and created a dependency on welfare. This kind of reminds me of what President Reagan said. I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. So, what happened? What's the mechanism? Here is a detailed look at how the welfare state played a role in the dissolving of the family structure over the years. People say that the breakdown of traditional family units, family structures, is a byproduct of black poverty. Not just because there is no man to support the family financially, but also because women tend to earn less than men on average. Of course, the connection between the two is there, but it goes deeper than that. Welfare was a mean little business. It was designed to get people by in a pinch. Public assistance programs, like welfare entitlements, have been a part of American culture since the 1940s. Unfortunately, now, let's, like in- let's be clear. <clears throat> When this story is told, it is told as this is the government is the only one that needs to take the blame. Black women and all their education, all their power that they tout about, they're graduating. Most people don't know that these things came about in their incentives. Black women are no smarter than black men under any circumstance. In fact, they are less smarter than us from studies before the welfare state showed in. We would graduate more than them. We controlled our homes. We were more Christian than them, real Christian. We took care of family. There was no divorce. There was no poverty. We had Black Wall Street. We had our families on cue. Our daughters were not doing unwanted pregnancies and sons killing each other. The moment they removed the fathers, all hell broke loose. Now, when you ask black women about this, did you guys choose welfare over your families? Did you guys cooperate with the state? No way. We had nothing. No, we didn't. They came in and tricked us. Our eyes was closed. We was blind. No. The truth of the matter is black women knew what they were doing. They knew what the state was offering. And the state had to rehearse with them so this would go over well and black men would not detect it. Other state officials could not fight against it because they had the proof of the women saying that they need help. The men have abandoned them. They left. They're predators. They're no good. The liberal left had rehearsed this with black women and they started making them say things 
that you thought was just their own personal slogan that they came up with, but they were coached. And they didn't mind being coached. They, the slogan was on every bumper sticker, like a campaign for a presidential election. I don't need a black man but Jesus. This was circulating in every church, every black home where there wasn't a father. They were like concentration camps where the mothers were working for the Democratic Party to brainwash the children, victimize them, feminize the boys, make the girls masculine. At the same time, call on the Lord Jesus Christ and argue how racist Republicans are. This democratic strategy worked for many, 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 many years. It was only in modern times where a man by the name of Kevin Samuels used his YouTube platform to educate black men to the simple reality of black women working with the government to bring down the black homes, then act like they had no idea what was going on, uh, and continue to lie about it, and so black men don't feel, uh, you know, threatened that she's the problem. She's on our side. She, you know, it's us against this whole white man. It's us against this. It's us against that. And the truth of the matter is, nope, nope. It's her and them versus you. Simply being asked to smile at black men. And here's the problem. If we can have real conversations with our women, because I'm going to tell you something, man. Black men know you're lying. They know you're conflicted. Ma'am, look in the comment section. The black men know you're not being honest. And they and I'll, and black I think honestly, I think black men want relationships with black women more than black women want relationships with black men. Because when asked this question, you're speaking aspirationally. Men are saying, no, you're not ours. And they can see you struggling. But you're gonna find a way to rejigger this to make it make sense. And, and men are saying, you are not ours. We can't even ask you to smile at us. So, brothers, we love you. Let me just tell you. No, man. No, 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 no. Before we get to that, we need truth. Okay. Can you honestly say that greater than 50% of the adult black females <gasps> act and move as though they belong to black men? No. No. And I'm going to answer. Can I, can I rebuttal to that? Go ahead. I don't feel like they, the majority necessarily act like they belong to any man, though. So it's not like we're, we're ditching them. There's only one. But you can rebuttal that, man, but you're only supposed to belong to one. Yes. See, that's that subjective, bearable bullshit. That's not an answer, man. Black men don't want to hear that. That we don't belong because you don't expect every man to protect you. When you when somebody's going upside your head, you ain't asking Brad, Leah, Matt, Enrique, protect us. You asking a black man to protect you. You're right. So we don't give a shit right. if you don't feel like you belong to anybody else. White women do, do white women act like they belong to white men? Yes. Of course. Yes, yes or no? Do 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 Hispanic women act like they belong to Hispanic men? Yep. Absolutely. Do Asian women act like they belong to Asian men? Definitely. Do Middle Eastern women act like they belong to Middle Eastern men? You know it. Yes. Do black women act like they belong to black men? Nope. By and large, 
No. But those the fact that you had to even put a mark. What was the purpose of saying by and large? This is where black women have used psychology from the liberal white male to try to play upon a football watching, fried chicken, muscular, big dick black man. You don't know any better. This just use language. They, that's what the Democrats have. Go in your home and just talk to him. Tell him this. Tell him that. Just tell him this. Tell him that. He's, you know, man, this is shameful. Fire on there says you are still conflicted with the reality you are seeing. There was no modifier ever before black people. No, no modifier. 100%. And so that's the problem. And that's the problem. Because it is going to come down to women checking women and getting you guys straight. We cannot fix you. Because you have no respect for us. You only respect each other. And if we can't rely on educated of you and the intelligent of you and the learned of you to at least be honest, black men are sitting back saying, who the fuck can we rely on? Honestly. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, I'm saying that men can't... Black men are just asking black women to be nice to us. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just be nice to us. And, and they... Guys, All right. take a listen to this. Again, this won't make it to mainstream media because the liberal left don't want black women listening to this type of stuff. You don't need him, girl. We've got you. We've got you this far. Look at the jobs you got. Look at your credit cards, your visas, your debit cards. You got your own apartment, girl. Don't worry about what the Asian woman is doing and the Mexican woman. Black men see this, and they want that. I am sorry to other men, you might say. Why y'all want our women? If they want us to, give us a break. We're in bad shape. All our women are messed up. We ain't got none. And if you tell the truth... You're attacking women. Black women, you are ashamed of, your, you be ashamed of yourself. All you do is bullshit us and learn sneaky psychology, democratic, bureaucratic language to speak so we don't know you're disguising yourself. This is, we're going to work tonight. Let's take a listen to uh, the godfather, if you will, expose black women uh, on different levels and watch how some black men are scared for them to be exposed. And I ask, why can't you just get an average regular guy? All the time. And how often do these women laugh? They See, we have no problem when women are laughing at half the male population That's or true. more. That's true. But when a man just happens to say, you know what, ma'am? Objectively, you weigh more than a man at your height. But, li- but listen to this, though. Now, again, Kevin already said that he's coming from that corporate side. Now, look how this man, Joe Button, stops him. He's an apologist. He doesn't want... He's like just like uh, Rachel Maddows or Don Lemon. This is a shame how black men are. And he's not even really all the way black. It's a lot of these mixed men who, who have black passes who they're using and feminine men. It's the marketing. Mm-hmm. The numbers say different. Um, we, we've heard the black women. You're the most educated. We've heard that, right? I won't say that, but... We've heard that. We've heard black women are more, most educated. You're the most enrolled. See, we, we play slick and loose when we start. Let me say something. Set the table. A man's past or a woman's past or her story is used to mythologize. A man's past or his story is typically used to demonize. To demonize. A black man's past or his story is strictly used to villainize you. Yeah. So 
We can say women are doing this, women are doing that. They kill. Okay, then let's take that. Women are killing it. I accept your premise. They're killing it. They're now that's his premise. The truth of the matter is the deep state are paying them. The liberal white man is opening up doors to black women. Well, not just for sex favors, but that's included. But for different reasons. And so there comes with community college, Section 8, housing projects. This has been his bitch. The white man has had his cake and eat it too. He has the beautiful white woman. And he has managed to remove black women from out of the family and create a corporate, brittle, bureaucratic, welfare, socialistic, socialism, communist, gender-free, man-free, black woman in America. This is the read. Entrepreneurs, they're business people, they're moving and shaking city girls, summer, blah, blah. Why I wonder for you on some sort of psych man? Why are why is the weight of the typical woman up? And why are more women today the most free, the most liberated, the most educated, the more anything else, the least happy of any women has ever existed? I can I, I can't speak to their, I can't, their happiness. Because they're not because because the things that typically make women happy are relationships. Indeed. They've calibrated, they're the, they're the social of the two. And many women have all the things that on paper Society are supposed to make you happy, sure. but they don't have the relationship Indeed. or the family. And that is where this is all falling apart. I mean, you got to think about it. If I was not saying something to make sense, why do I have anywhere from 20 to 30,000 people watching consistently, even with the women being so angry? Because what they're recognizing is something is missing. When I used to have my MIT, my men in training seminars, I would say, guys, the first thing I would do is take them to a city overlooking downtown. I'd say, gentlemen, life happens out there. Number two word, life is about people. Life is about relationships. And one thing this coronavirus pandemic showed to women in general, unfortunately black women in particular, is when you shut the world down, you shut it down, you could not go to work. Many women had to look to the left, to the right, to the front and back, and there was nobody there. No husband, no kids, no family, no network. They're just sitting there. And that gave them a glimpse into, the, a glimpse into their possible future. All things being equal, if you keep living the way you're living, this is what it's going to end up being. And it panicked people for the first time because it took an act of God to actually start this conversation. That's when my podcast started picking up because for the first time, men and women were at home. Men have always known this. Let me tell you, just not to interrupt. Can I get some applause? As, as someone. <laughs> as, well, Now listen to the guy again who's someone not to interrupt. His job is to come in and help the feminists once again. I need some applause. As, as, as someone who... He's telling him to applaud what the man just said. He needs to stop before you do the applause, before you do all that. Let me just say this. Listen to this. Podcast was rocking before the pandemic. Boy, was I mad at all you new flourishing podcasts. <laughs> Get out of here. Yo. But yeah, I will hit the round Listen of applause. Listen to what he just said. I, I will, let me hit the round of applause like you asked. It, I'm scared to fucking... No, it took, it took <laughs> an act of God for somebody to now do some self soul-searching... But won't, but won't it always? No, yeah, but again, for women that are speaking against him, right? The, the, well, corp, the corporate movers and shakers. Well, and the funny thing is, it's a, it's a certain kind of woman's loud. It's typically college-educated, yes. mid-30s. Uh, and they realize that I'm Generation X. We, I say we were lied to. We were sold to bill of goods. I talked about 
how Cosmopolitan magazine marketed a lifestyle to women. They wanted to be the playboy women. I did a broadcast about that two months ago, talking about the book Subverted, how they openly admit that we lied to a generation of women just to sell you products. I don't begrudge us for how we got here, but we got to acknowledge if one out of four of you in our, in our community, if one out of four women will marry anybody, black women will marry anybody, that means three out of four of you will die unmarried. Uh, that matters once you are past hot girl summer and once you pass your earning potential. Once all that stuff is gone, then what? And see, that's what started to happen. And, and, and it's all been conversation until that. If you went to the grocery store in March of 2020, the first time I'd ever seen fear in women's eyes is when they were there. Because what I tended to see in Atlanta, in the grocery store, I tended to see a lot of guys. But unfortunately, when I saw a black woman, I tended to see her there, no ring on, and panicking, no, no, no water, no toilet paper. I'm like, this is like the real live Book of Eli, Walking Dead. This is what it looks like when the, men, the world that men built that you don't need stops running. And I've talk, I don't just talk about things from just a look standpoint and this and that. I say, okay, many women don't really understand. Guys, you on Clyde Yorkshire, you listen to The Godfather. Black women rejoiced when this man died as if the deep state or Hollywood was caught in a scandal and was happy that the witness or the lawyer was not able to testify because something, and they get off. This is what, man... And what they need a man for uh, outside of provision and sex. But the pandemic showed that, you know what? Having somebody to, to the right of you to help for many other things is valuable. That's why this show was kind of picked up. Now, who are the women that typically are upset? One, the women who typically know they're not trying to be anywhere other than a partner. The word submission is a curse word. The, the, the word, it's all these newfangled things. Um, the women who tend to be making more than the average woman who actually thinks being with a man um, limits her versus uh, frees her up. I'm like, all right. And the net net of it, I ask all women, even, your, even women who say don't like me, are they coming into interactions with men in good faith? Or they're already coming in thinking that something's going to go wrong. Or they're coming in with fear and scarcity and lack in their mentality. Is there any hope when you deal with a man? Or is it always, I want a man who's this, 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 this whole laundry list of stuff to where he's having to deal with issues, traumas, things that you've not resolved in your past. And you take that to the next man and you say, all right, then what is he going to get in exchange for that? Me. See, I just think that Everything he just said is applicable to... Now, look at him coming back to mangle the language. Nobody asked Everybody else is silent. I understand that you're one of the hosts, but we don't need to respectfully hear you right now. I'm just keeping it real. We want you to be quiet and listen to what this man is saying. He is putting statistics. He is putting reality. He is eligible in terms of age. He's a lot of our elders, and certainly their elders. He's the oldest person on that podcast speaking. It's the Godfather, Kevin Samuels. Take a listen. See, I just think that everything he just said is applicable to 
both. Yeah, it is. I agree. It is. That, that, that's I agree with that. I'm, I'm it, totally it with them. Definitely. Like, listen, a lot of my favorite restaurants. I don't want to eat. It. Come on, Kevin. And sardines for dinner and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, cup of noodles. You didn't want but, no sardines smoke with me. But but I when, when I actually started dating a woman who's in uh, another school, she was eating well, shrimp, crab, lobster, and everything else. I'm like, where you getting all this money? Are you broke? Food stamps. He's like, I'm a college student. I I I, I can qualify for food stamps. That never would have crossed my mind yeah. and go get food stamps, yeah. because men accept if I don't have it, I don't get it. Women have been shown that if I don't have it, someone will do it for me. That's the white man. That's what we've been talking about. That's what broke the black family. And you hide your hand. You go away like you had nothing to do with this. The state I'm talking to. The state did this. This is not a white issue. This is the state issue. I can do you know what for. And it's like, you know, I had a program where I asked a woman, and she's like, no, I was talking about survival. And if you got in for the women who think I'm I'm full of shit, go do this. Go watch, go to Amazon Prime. Go watch Bear Grylls, The Island, season two, where they drop a group of men on one island, a group of women on an island for six weeks, and they got to just survive. By the end of day one, men that got from one side to the other made a beachfront and start building and doing things, thriving. By the end of six weeks, men that damn near made the internet. And, and this is what he says. I, I saw the interview. By the end of fifth week, by the end of week five, for the girls. By the, by the end of the week five, they were still trying to lead by committee because no, because no one, they didn't want to be led by nobody. Yeah. Well, right. you know, girls don't be like this. But they, <laughs> that's the point. They, they, they have a, they have a system. First thing, you three, three minutes without water, three minutes without air, three days without water, three weeks without food. The women cut their water-making ability in half because they didn't want to wash out a container. Because these were modern British women who have grown up not having to do anything except go to the grocery store, this, that. You don't need a man in your house because you got 911. Yeah, but what happens when these systems stop working? Yes. When there's no more. So I will say this, that men... And women, while we may have the similar situations, men understand that I got to get it out of the mud. I got to, I got to disagree with you a little bit though, because there's a lot of women. Because they're let's go. The, the college no, students, see, you didn't know see, to get on food stamps. You didn't no, think no, that. I didn't know because I don't because I don't because ta- I know as a man that's not that's not what it's there for. It's not to eat shrimp and lobster and crab. Mm-hmm. But you. Not just that, they're not as willing. This is what I'm saying. To, this is what I'm saying, Tyson. Yeah, I do know that this benefits you be an old school woman. You can't do that. You can't say I want a traditional relationship over here when it's beneficial, and then now you want to be a new age woman when it's beneficial. You can't do that. You can't okay. say, you get what I'm saying? Like, you want to go out well, to... One thing, okay. one thing that bothers people about my show is, I'm just like, I, I talk to women who call into the show in real time. I'm not just, I'm not making it up. You can go hear what they're saying. And many women are like, what are you going to argue with? I had a woman 31 years old the other day talking about the same thing. God going to send me a husband. God going to send me a husband. God going to send me a husband. And then it turns out that, you know, it's up on my channel right now. Do you know how to cook? Do you know how to do this? Do you know how to do that? Are you a, are you a Christian wife? Are you talking about God with these long eyelashes and everything else? And, are, and it turns out that you said I'm a cooperative woman and I'm a Christian, but then when I ask you about your previous relationships, you run the men off because of your mouth. Now, 
That's not cooperation. What we've been told is the problems in relationships, the problems that we've been told and marketed to from Color Purple, which was BS. There was controversy around the Color Purple at the time it released. Go look at it. It's still on microfiche. They said the impact that movies had on the black culture is 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 catastrophic. Before 1965, we were married at a rate of 80%. 80%, the most married people in Jim Crow segregation and everything else. But after that, what do we have? Now, we get Color Purple, Waiting to Exhale, and, you know, we mentioned uh, Brother Tyler Perry and all his movies. We get a woman's side of it, and it's always the man of the problems. Okay. But there's a reason we always get the woman's side of it. No, I said that this morning. Did I not? There's always there's a reason. I said that this morning. I don't hear you talking about. Oh, that, yeah, that makes no did, sense. Did, did, a lot did of did women. Did these same women have a problem with Steve Harvey? Do you Yeah, so, so again. When you cater to them, oh, no, do they have a problem so, with so, you so, monetizing again, it? again, this is a unique issue for a black man. Gordon Ramsay can profit from calling you a stupid effing little monkey and have Hell's Kitchen. Simon Cowell can tell you, are you serious? And they love him. Yes. But if a black man... See, the rules for black men are unique. Indeed. We're supposed to do everything and ask for nothing. Nothing. Yet, yet, um, uh, Olivia, who wrote uh, Scandal and all these different shows, mm-hmm. they can profit showing some of the worst behaviors. Mm-hmm. But see, it's a black woman. Or you can get up and pander to black women and tell them, you know, see, nobody, everybody talks about, you've been divorced, and y'all don't say that to Steve Harvey. I, that's what I just said. Say, a say, lot of them told me that you were divorced. I, 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 yeah, that's but not, who the hell is he to tell people what all his relationships? But see, here's the thing. When we don't like what a black man says, then we try his past. See, nobody cares when you're saying what's what, when you tell them what they want to hear. And what does it have to do with anything? Two plus two is four. I use a lot of facts, data, statistics that anyone can go look up sure. themselves. And that's what bothers them because it's not an argument. It's like, well, we really do. What, what, you know what the real party is? They piss because I'm not on. The, I'm not. I'm not kissing their ass and telling Indeed. what they want to hear. Indeed. See, if I was doing what everybody else did, oh, they'd make me a multimillionaire. Yeah. I don't need it. I'll well, no, no, no. Let me give you one more reason they piss too now. Hold on, let me <laughs> give it to you. Should you like it on Instagram? I like it. I like it. I can. I can. You wouldn't put the stipulation that I can only submit to a man that makes a certain dollar amount. So you open the marriage when a man makes a certain dollar amount. But if he falls below beneath that threshold, you're closed off to marriage. But that's but that's so, only, but that's only in the, in the black community. That's us. That's only for that's black us. men. That's us. Because not only so that, that's let's us. go ahead and go all the way in since we're going there. That's the us. stipulation is a black man has to be a superhero. Yep. You got to be able to provide four or five times the rate of yep. what any other man yep. would provide and you got to be a sexual professional see if you don't have all those things you're not high value you're not quality and that's what my show is kind of showing it's, it's let women say what's on their mind mm-hmm. he does he asks so let questions. you say what's mm-hmm. on your and mind they answer them and then based on your answers he assesses the data that you've given him via his questions i don't know why they'd fall for some of them questions because they're because speaking, if because they don't you've see ever, it. If you've ever seen them. No, no, no. But that, uh, but again, before they get tripped up, they think they're they hold some. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna teach him, ma'am. Yeah, blah blah blah, ma'am. He and yeah. ma'am. He don't. And and to all the people that says he's harsh and brash, I've seen enough of them where he starts off the interview mild mannered. Respectful. I reflect what I get. Ma- exact, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Please stop cutting me off, ma'am. You call my platform to get advice. Let me advise you. A lot of the and when he says something that they 40? don't want to hear. Anybody know over forty? Yes, me. Okay. Um, 
Ah, uh, you like that? I'm still Go out. back. <laughs> Go back to when you were 10 years old. I want you to think, imagine a 20-year-old woman speaking to a 50-year-old man. You wouldn't hear the tone, the, the, the way in which I see many 20-year-old women approach a man that... He's preparing. No, no. In particular, colleague in my show talking to me like I'm your age. I'm like, well, so there is no, with some, with far too many women, there is no level of credibility a man has where he can't be checked. See, one of the things is what you tend to hear more often than anything else is, why'd you go on his show, girl? If that was me, I'd have cussed him out. See, there's a problem. Women are, we're allowed, we've allowed one-way violence in our community for far too long. One-way aggression. See, all these men in this room know that there are lines that we can't cross because fuck this podcast. We're going to have to go handle business outside. Because there's a low-level threat of violence between our men. Women don't have that. So they can say whatever, do whatever, be as foul as they want to because it's like, so let me get this right. You would have went into that man's place of business and cussed him out as if you could do something and if they you decide. Can. No, with no recourse. Because they assume, because if you touch me, then I'm going to call somebody. Which is who? The police. Which is a, a man. man. Yeah. A, a man, and it's typically, it's typically not, and it's typically you're not expecting, when you think about who's going to show up, you're not expecting a, a woman to show up. You're expecting a man to show up. And let's be honest, most are expecting a white man to show up. And I'm like, you've got to think of the, the level of disrespect. All men are asking is for women to be nice and cooperative. That is it. They're not asking for you to be supermodels, IG models. They're just asking, can you just be nice, cooperative, fit, and childless? Is that much to ask for? But that's a huge lift today. Kev, you can't throw the child in here. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, 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 I'm joking, but once you reach a certain age. No, nah, nah, I can throw it in there. I'm going to tell you why I'm going to throw it in there. I'm not going to back off that because, look, there are too many forms of... I'm 52 years old. When I used to go into the grocery store to ask for condoms, they clowned you. We need a price check on condoms. Because yeah. especially where I'm from, they thought they could morally justify it. But now we have, women have access to over 33 forms of birth control before and or after. You, there are all kind of, there, there adoption, all these things. No child gets born today that a woman did not want to carry. I mean, to carry the full term. That's her choice. I would agree. So if you choose to have a child without the benefit of marriage, fine but you accept everything that comes along with it because we because there's enough information out there to show that statistically a child is not going to be in the best position to have a best outcome this way can it happen sure because flip the script if men were to get out here and just make babies reckless they call you uh they call you something that's a whole bunch yeah Yeah. so that is this this conversation right here kev is where is where I was really and really on the hook with just wanting to hear more that you had to say. I was watching you with a young woman, and the conversation somehow was just based on, hey, whatever you did, was it best for the child? She was saying she moved. She moved to wherever mm-hmm. her family was, mm-hmm. and it was her family that gave her the advice, and I didn't even really want to move, but mm-hmm. she was doing all of that. 
and you just kept it on, yeah, I hear you, but was that best for the child? And I don't even really think she still was getting nothing you were saying. And for me, I was like, oh, see, this is this is deep. This is deep. That was deep for me because that's been some of my experience in trying to explain or have the conversation like, hey, I know you're looking out for you, but at what point is it okay for me to say it's not about you? But and I not think, come off like a dick. I think that we, especially in our community, have normalized the absentee father, right? And so when women are making these decisions and these choices, the father's wants don't even really come into the decision making. Well, yeah, right. It's further than that, yeah. It's for, I mean, we've normalized prosperity and the prosper like. Coming from the Christian church, when the prosperity gospel came, started coming in, I don't want to get too religious in this, but we've, we've normalized that you deserve to live your best life. Your happiness as an individual is paramount. And when you tell people that, that then that means I'm up here and everything else is a secondary concern. So when I turn around and say marriage ain't about love or romance, it's about duty. What? We're the most Christian folks... When it comes to the when it comes to the most Christian of unions, we also want to get new wave mm-hmm. because somebody mentioned the granddad may have had a family on the other side of town. Yeah, but you didn't even hear about it till the funeral. Sure right. didn't. Because sure grandma did. had a duty to keep mm-hmm. her mouth closed, That's and granddad right. had a duty right. to keep it home. The stuff you hear about your grandparents and great grandparents is after they left. You still hold them in high regard. We do. That is Are true. we as serious of a people as they were? Hell no. No. no, because we're a bunch of in our feelings, child. I want to be Selfish. happy all the time. Selfish. Selfish. Me, 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 me. Nope. That's true. And what do we got? A, 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 a fractured. Everybody's doing their own thing. Can't nobody say nothing. You, As a man, as a grown man, you can look at a, somebody's kid that you know is doing something wrong. And you can't say nothing for fear of what their mama going to say or this or that. Ah, the nah. community's gone. That's true. So, so we all hear our parents say, yo, when I did something out in the street, Mr. Son- Mr. Johnson will whoop my ass and, and take me home. And then, get my, and ass then my parents will whip so, my ass. Kevin is getting down to the problem, and the guys are respecting it. There's one that's resisting it. So, yeah. I, asked, I asked this question to women all the time. All right, who leads? Who leads? Because... If you want the the fundamental building block of any government, I mean, sorry, any country, any state, any community, any society is the family. Is the family, and the and when it gets right down to it, that's a mother and a father. We are different. If you have children, you can sit back and know that you and your, and your the mother of your child have thought different things about that child, but whose word? follows and far too often today women are leading because so it's like well if i asked you how do i get to uh how to get to bergdorf goodman everybody in here would tell me a different locate a different route mm-hmm. we'd all end up at the same destination women are far too worried about their destination being right instead of the i mean their route being right instead of the outcome mm-hmm. a man's nature is to discipline correct structure a woman's nature is to offer nurture or feelings so you guess what we get we've got a generation of softer men and a generation of harder women they've told their daughters don't worry about no man don't worry about You'll this get your no education that's such and so forth and they've told their sons 
Quite the opposite. And then the funny thing is, you end up raising the very men that you decried not being able to leave. So when I who them, who them, who told a black woman to be hard, them, who told black men you should be softer, them, who sought to take control of the community, them, who worked with the government, them. Say who leads. Forget every one of the men in this room. Where's the camera? Fuck us. Forget, forget us all. What about your boys? What about your sons? What about your boys? Black boys are reading at a fourth grade level. The next group of leaders are coming from your sons. What are you doing with them? And if you're not, if you have the money to put one of your children to college, is it going to be your son? Are you actually making a differentiation for your son versus your daughters? Because you want your daughters to have somebody they can lead, but you're not teaching any kind of leadership in your home. Yes, sir. Uh, they get mad when I start talking no, about no. this because I'm like, okay, you say at, in your 30s, all of a sudden you're going to just flip, a, flip the script and all of a sudden become this cooperative, submissive woman. What history do you have with even cooperating with a man? And I ask a question. Did you, did you have any brothers growing up? Yeah. Did your mother serve your father? Yeah. Did you serve your brothers? What? <laughs> but you go into a Hispanic family and the I was just about go to Hispanic it. family and the girls of the family serve the boys. Now, why is it that a guy who may have come into this country legally or illegally, especially if you're in the South, I make this thing all the time. A guy can come in this country illegally, stand outside a Home Depot or the Day Labor Center and do almost anything, sell oranges, whatever you think money, but go home and get a submissive, respectful, loyal woman. He ain't got to be a millionaire, but he can get that. But yet. I got to go to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I, and Joe's with me often. So I had this conversation with one of our female friends. And she said, demographically, the black woman and the Asian man are the two, like, falling Never heard that. groups, right? Mm-hmm. And I said, why? And she said, because the black man has no problem dating outside of his race. <laughs> and the Asian woman has no problem dating outside of her race. And I told her, this girl, she makes a nice amount of money, and I said, yo, because you guys snicker and laugh at the seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 a year man. Mm-hmm. And Maria and Becky will welcome him with open arms. Well, let me tell you, your friend, you're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, you are full of shit. Black men, men traditionally are the more racial loyal of any group. That's it. Women are the ones that tend to, because you want to know who dates out the most? Asian women, white men. So the net, net of it is, if black women were as sexually, as desired sexually as black men, do you not think they would date out as often as we would? Oh. But the thing is, the black men we start talking about, they are still saying, I want a woman. With all these situations, modern woman, this or that, still, when we marry, we are marrying a black woman at an 86% rate. But see, they want to talk about the 14% that don't yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't and, like that. I don't and, like that. And, and like if that. you even take it even further, it's really exacerbated when you start getting into things outside of what I consider corporate America. Can we start getting into the entertainment, athletics, uh, entertainment, athletics, uh, entertainment, athletics. The numbers are overrepresented. Gotcha. But if you look in where people are making, you know, having to go to work a traditional nine to five day, most people marry people that look like themselves. You see, that's a deflection argument. It is. It is. Because it's at the dismissive. end of the day, all you got, it's like, okay, ma'am, let's accept it. All you got to do is find one. Why can't you find one? And you ask your friend, uh, have you ever 
been with a man that's suitable or reasonable, and here's where it's going to come. Yeah, back in college, I was engaged once, but why didn't that happen? Who broke it off? And I'm going to tell you, almost 100% of the time, they're the ones leaving. You honestly think that, these women honestly think that they can leave a man in their 20s and 30s, play the field, do what they want to, and then in their early 20s, and then wait later on in life and get a man that's more valuable as their value is going down. That's what's been marketing to them. But their value, I think you're right. I'm agreeing with you. They think, though, that their value is rising because they are making more money. So the things that they value in a man, they think we... Making more money is actually more of an allowance by the liberal white social man with our tax dollars to black women, the illusion and the pimping. He's raising this pimping. Value in them, and that's one of your biggest arguments. Mm-hmm. Man, Social your money matters not to a man that has his own money. Before you, before you have this exchange, really, really quickly, ask someone who's been married twice. Do you want to get married again? I would. I would. I would. I would get married again because uh, if I decide I want more kids, which that'll be one situation. Or number two, I, I, you're gonna have somebody at the end of the life. Word. But the thing is, every woman I deal with, they watch my program. <laughs> they hear exactly what I say. They hear what you and stand they know for. Exactly and they know exactly what I stand exactly. for. And I would tell you this: I don't budge because I've done it twice, and I realized that I shouldn't. Have, I don't fault my former relationships for for not working because I grew up the same way we all grew up. We never. I didn't grow up in the position of thinking that you need to be responsible for everything. You need to have a plan and an outcome. You need to have a place for a woman to nest and not put pressure on them. Pressure's made for shoulders, not for hips. See, in the black community, we saw so many women doing stuff that I think many men put undue pressure on a woman that's not really built for the female. So you never hear me talk anything uh, negative about my exes. I take 100% responsibility, even for the stuff that I could arguably say fell short on their side, Mm -hmm. not their responsibility. Um, Sexual marketplace value is one of the things that tends to upset women more than anything else. So I asked the question, what product on the market increases with time, with with age and use? You put me in a real tough spot when I have to keep a straight face. When, well, when you, you say, say sexual, sexual we, marketplace We quote it. We quote it. Sexual marketplace value. I won't say it anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but I perfectly understand. We all understand it, but they don't. And so that's why, yeah. Women, women have been told that college, money, socioeconomic status, experience increases your value. Doesn't. No, it doesn't. It decreases your, it, it increases your asking price because of a thing called hypergamy. Women typically want men to have at least what they have or more. So I'm yeah. not. If you wait until you ha- are making a certain amount of money, it's going to be harder for you to accept the man working less. If a man, if you want, if you get a certain level of education, this or that, you're going to think that it raises your overall value. Mm-hmm. To when you hear me ask all women, how tall are you? And how much do you weigh? Dress size. Dress size. How much do you weigh? If you had to rake yourself, I'm like, that's your SMB. That's what it kind of starts. Then that gets to be a, a question. It gets to be a problem because when women rank themselves around the average range, I'm like, in what world did average women get above average men? 
consistently. They want to fight you at that point. Today's world, though. That's not true. Well, uh, okay. Shit. Okay, that's not true. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, there's a caveat. If you are an average woman, you get an above, you have an above average man later in life, he didn't start that way. You get in with with these young. See, this whole high value thing has two components. Many women want a man who's already high value. Or you don't want to build a bob or build a boot. Yeah, no way. All right, well, great. Then you go ahead and hook up with him when he's uh, getting out of the mud, when he's living in a one-bedroom studio, and y'all get the, I call it an, an Ikea marriage. Y'all get that Ikea marriage. <laughs> you know? What is wrong with, with the one line, man? With the one line. Yeah, we all know what Ikea is. Yeah, because you know it look real yeah. nice with particle board yeah, and shit. Y'all get the Ikea marriage, and y'all do that, and y'all, y'all split the, you know, we'll get one venti mochaccino, frappuccino lot, and y'all split that shit, and y'all act like y'all doing something. One scone and everything else. And then you build and build and build, and then once he gets to his place, they don't you, want that though. Well, I don't yeah, care what you want. want. I don't care what you. That. I don't. Thing, I don't care what you want. I care what you can get. I agree. And see, the thing is, if men don't run around talking about, I feel, I feel, I feel, and I want. Men think, do, and we accept our situation. We all want a certain caliber of woman, but until you were in the position to be able to have and maintain that, could you get it? Uh, could you get it and keep it? Yeah. See, Why is that hard to say for men? That realization brother. we've come to a long time ago. I'm not going to shoot for Halle Berry if I know I'm not on Halle Berry. Well, hold on. So or do say, I feel entitled? Let me say, so. but see, the thing is, huh, I'm going to say this story, but here's the thing is, even if you did, <laughs> let's just say I, I ran, let's just say you ran to Halle Berry in New York City and y'all did do something. You, Halle Berry wouldn't all of a sudden be a new level. You'd say, I caught her one day. outlier. Yeah, I caught her one day on the nice little drunk night. That's a story you always got to tell, but all of a sudden you wouldn't walk around thinking, well, hey, Halle, hey, next time you're in town, let's, what? No, man, that was tequila. I ain't got nothing to do with that. Or, wait, 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 buddy. Now Halle Berry's not your standard. I got you, I don't want Sally Richardson next and Nia Long next and J-Lo next and I make 40 grand. All that shit is awesome, but my point was in today's world, so that example has to continue. Okay, I slept with Holly, right? And I leave thinking the same way you said. Oh, man, what a night, man. Who knew? Blah, blah, blah. But two weeks later... Another one of them pop up, and it happened again. I didn't expect that one. I didn't plan for that one either. You gotta oh, have a, shit. You gotta have a high S. Hey, that's pretty cool that that happened twice. I'm going to go ahead on about my way. Hey, five hours later, here go another one. Wait a second. Indeed. And now the, now the game has changed. No, right. But for now those, it's not an anomaly. But he answers to them as well. Your SMV is then high. Well, see, for men... Do you want me to tell you about... Oh, you got to you know what See, look, see, their SMV is high at that point. See, that's not happening to average 5'4", 170-pound women. That's happening to women that are bumping yes. into high-value men. I think it is, but that's the minority, so I'm not going to argue. It's a minority. Hold on, hold on. Here's, here's what's... Okay, and it's so sexual. Co- so, so a couple of things. One, men know what your credit rating is and what your resources are like. That's what kind of woman you can afford. That's generally what we know. We we know what our resource pool is and the kind of woman we can afford. Sure, if we got a Halle Berry or if we got some one-offs, mm-hmm. that does not give you 800 credit score and a $400,000 income. That just gives you the ability to get it off the lip, some game, maybe you're looking right, maybe you're smelling right. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe your particular brand of dude is in style right now, and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. But men are at least realistic about that. Here's what happens, though, with, uh, with women. Because 
so many women want these men who are quote unquote high value, and I, I and I have defined that. You got 100% of women, the Petra principle, going for the top 20%, top 10% of men. And guys, up here, you will know that if he can hit Halle Berry, he'll hit it. But if he can hit that six and ain't nobody looking, he going to hit that too. The problem is the way women look at that is women look at that man as their new standard. They're like, well, if I can get him and he's with her, that puts me on her level. And that's not how it works. We look at these things differently. So it's not as though... Average women have not dealt with high-value men because I, I count to put it on my show. Many times women say, I deal with high-value men. I deal with high-value men. I say, I don't worry about dealing. Marriage. Did they commit? We keep, we keep, we, we Did they keep, commit? We, we judge by weddings. And see, that tells the story. Women are judged ultimately by the kind and caliber of men that they can keep. Keep. And many of these women cannot keep a man like That's that. That's true. Uh, which is, and which bothers them because it's like, well, if I can deal with him, well, if you can't keep him, what does it matter? And what bothers a lot of women about my show is that it's it's really common sense and basic. It's just telling it's telling them something that men know. You can't have it all. Life is about choices and trade offs, and they don't want to compromise. And they, call, all. they, no, they want to see you shit on some more men, too. No, they call compromise they, settling. They want them to bring they some more men on there. Well, right. That's three, what they I call got, it. I got three years of that. I got, and see, what they don't do is go back into my catalog, because even on, like on Worldstar, they put up some of my older videos. It's all out there. It is. And then, and even when I do say stuff to men or non-black women, I don't get credit for that. I don't get credit for that. I mean, I had a woman call on the show the other day, and she called herself. She wanted to start checking a black woman. Like, oh wait, oh no, I don't, you don't, you don't, you don't get those kind of privileges over here. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's not gonna get the clicks though. Well, so what is it? What is it they really want? They don't want me to say it. To be honest, because what? Because yeah. what's starting to happen is I'm not, I'm not rude. I'm not, I'm not cursing you out. Uh, I'm not being, uh, I'm not initiating drama. I'm not trolling. Women are calling into my show voluntarily, and we're having conversations in real time. And what it's starting to do is it's starting to make it harder to refute what I'm saying. The stuff I quote, you can look up the numbers. Um, and it's not like I'm just, you know, calling you a bunch of bitches and O's and this and that. Da, 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 da. That's the problem. It's so, so, and, and it's starting to have an impact. Now, you know, women are starting to look at things differently. Guys are starting to look at things differently. And the people who really have the issue are, do they have a desire to change or improve anywhere? Or do they think they're right? That's killer. Do you really have the ability to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, I need to change a few things? Or Don't give me the answer. No, I'm just saying. Or just say he's that. failed in his relationships. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Those are all things that are, allow you to dismiss yeah. everything, all the factual information that's been shared. It allows you to be dismissive. Either that or the defensive thing. You immediately go into defense mode when somebody says something that you don't agree with. Sign like I got to go up against two Kevin Samuels. This ain't even fair. So, this ain't <laughs> so I, have, I have something so you know called. I, I have something called. We knew that. Uh, I have something called sign language. Shame, insults, guilt, and the need to be right. Uh, and typically, when I'm starting to get real pushback, especially from a woman, shame. Uh, your mama black. Yep. 
Like, how can you say this against a black woman? You owe black women. I've heard black women actually say, I owe black women because I talk to black women. I'm like, do you owe black men? I'm like, we, the, 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 the O only goes to us, to you. A black woman raised you and this and that. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Then if the shame don't work, the insults, you gay, you gay, you gay, you gay. I'm like, you're a grown damn woman. Are we on the playground? I'm not gay. You know, part of me being gay, ask your girlfriend if I'm gay. But it's like, you, it's the same thing, gay, 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 because that's the first thing, that's one of the first insults you want to do. Shit. You know, it's like, you know, DMX just passed, and now people want to cancel him because of lyrics he made back in the late 90s. I won't let him. But the thing is, but because... We throw that word around too much in the black community. I'm like, now wait a minute. Black women have calling a man gay, but then you, your your makeup artist, your hairstylist, and some of your best friends are gay men. What are you talking about? And you love them, yeah. right? Right, because they because they pandering to you. And then the guilt, you know, you're embarrassing us. You know, you're making. And us I'm look not going to say that that's why they love them. But but there's there's <laughs> many things. But the ultimate one is. The need to be right. Mm -hmm. The need to be right. That's why it goes on and on. It's like two plus two is four. Yeah, but I know a friend. I know this. I know that. And it's like, all right. Are you move? Are you trying to move this thing forward? Are you trying to get a better outcome, or do you want things to just be where they are? And that's the thing. I don't begrudge what women want, what men want, anybody wants. I just ask, can you get it? Can you get it? What's the likelihood of getting it? And if you can't get it, are you willing to make the changes and adjustments that are, are going to be needed to get that kind of outcome? And